Hello, everybody, and welcome to Three Geeks Podcast. My name is Jason, joined as always by Justin, Max, and Mike. We got a lot to talk about today, guys. So much is happening. Um, Golden Globes happened this week, and for me personally, it's the first award show where I feel like they got everything right. I think they were trying a little too hard to compensate for their uh, their racial tendencies in the past because, like, every presenter was like a person of color, which is great. It's fantastic. Well, and, uh, he's like, "This is bullshit." <laughs> I mean, what, what about Billy Crystal? <laughs> Hey, now we're trying to make this a nice, clean show. Oh, That's some I'm horse sorry. hockey, right? We, we are, yeah. Yeah. Already demonetized. Should we ever get monetized? Already demonetized. So I was sorry. thinking, like, we're not going to make it five minutes here. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'll just start coming in late. Like, uh, if I come in 20 minutes late, then we won't have this problem. I'm so sorry. Zone. Just like... just I got a nice, say, clean though, show here. The host was hysterical. He comes out and he goes, you know, the only reason I'm here is because I'm black. Like they they wanted to make up for all the years of things, so they hired me because I'm black. <laughs> and Who's the host? Uh, um, uh, Carmichael, I can't think of his first name. Maybe Jerome Carmichael. Is that right? Anybody? I don't know. I never heard of him. <laughs> like I, I apparently he's a big stand up. I just haven't heard of him, and he was he was good. I, I dug it. Uh, but one of my favorite moments of this award show, and we're going to use the Golden Globes, guys, to talk about our favorite films of last year's as we go through the winners and so forth. But the thing that made me so happy was watching him win the Oscar for uh, <laughs> everything, everywhere, all at once. Golden Globe, you Kwan. Yeah, sorry, Golden Globe. Kiku Kwan is, he's always been one of my favorite people in movies, like with Short Round and... Um, Data from Goonies. I think that was his only two films until recently, right? Okay, now, <laughs> please, Zeno, man, please forgive my blackness or lack thereof. Now, is it Jared Carmichael or Gerard? Gerard. <laughs> Gerard Carmichael. Good God. <laughs> Jesus, Max. Oh my goodness. You gotta be more uh, hip, Max. No, no, I mean like but it's it's like you know, it's like that um Key and Peel skit where like the, the yeah. inner city substitute teacher. A. A. Ron. Yeah, A A Ron. Come on now, Jaquelin. Jaquelin, where where are you? Like you say yeah. that, right. D nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm sorry. I, I apologize to Gerard, but uh, I I do like I was, that I, was... I do like that that's carried over for the Paramount Plus uh commercials. They're up on the mountain and he's like Boombla Bay. Where is Boombla Bay? It's like Bumblebee's like sitting there being like, uh -uh. <laughs> but yes, I, I, fun for Cake. Yeah, Cake One to be with. I got teary eyed during his speech. He's such a humble guy. Like his entire speech for the awards. And then I come to find out Jeff Cohen is the lawyer who helped get those contracts set up for him. And if you're not in the like a super film geek, Jeff Cohen played uh, Chong Khan, the original Goonies. So the fact that those two are still working together in a way, just I, I love friendship and watching that and seeing like the pictures of them at the Golden Globes and so forth. It just it was an emotional thing because I I really dug these guys and I can't get that picture to go away. Oops, there you go. <laughs> but a, a lot of cool stuff won. Um, I was really surprised that Abbott Elementary took the two acting categories because. That's a really good show, and if you're sleeping on it, you shouldn't be. It's the closest thing to The Office we've had since The Office. Like, they get it. They know exactly what they're doing. It's a nice look at public schools. 
So it was cool to see them win. I don't know necessarily that I would have had those actors win over the ones that the other nominations, but it was good to see them win. Yeah, and then, like, it's probably a little bit of that thing where it's like, okay, well, they could have won last year, but then we're going to give it to them this year, you know, because like we had to pay somebody back for the year before that. So, you know, like this, this constant uh, shuffling of, of people who shouldn't have won this year, but like they definitely deserved it. Like, you know, like, they, I don't know, they do it a lot with the award show. This is most of the reason I don't watch. <laughs> okay, so the best motion picture was The Fablemans, which I have not seen. Have you any of you seen the Fableman? No, yet? I'd like to, but not yet. Yeah, I really want to. Especially, I watched the um, Spielberg documentary that came out like a couple years ago, and I'm it's pretty much like the actual factual story of that. So I'm like, I'm really curious to see what he does with his own life story. Yeah, I was asking Tony. I said, "Do you want to go see the Fablemans with me?" He's like, "You know what? That movie looks really good. The Whale." And I'm like, "Awesome! I want to see the Whale too." So we'll fit that into one of our uh, movie nights. But um. The uh, best comedy motion picture went to Banshees of Insurin, which I really want to see. I have not seen that yet. I want to see that real bad, too. Um, I heard I mean, it's kind of a bummer, uh, but uh, it's I, I love those two guys together. If you saw In Bruges uh, with them and, and Peter Dinklage, uh, it is, it, that's a great movie. And they, same like, director. Have, yes, yes. Yeah. So it's the same guy, same director. Like, I'm all on board. Um yeah, so I heard it was really, really good and definitely deserves to win um, anything. <laughs> yeah, I'd never heard of it until last night when I was watching it. And I'm like, oh my, holy shit, this cast is amazing. I got to check this movie out. Yeah, that's that's one of those ones that I was sad that I like missed <laughs> in theater or whatever. I don't know if I can still, maybe with this win, like they'll, they'll pop it back for some showings in theaters so I can catch it. But uh, yeah, it, it looks really good. Um, I heard it was you know kind of sad, but... Uh, that, that's no reason to not go see. Uh, best television drama was House of Dragon. Best television comedy was Abbott Elementary. House of Dragon was awesome. I, I agree with that wholeheartedly in terms of TV. I liked it a lot. I, yeah. I did not watch Elementary, though. Um, House of Dragon is is like season three, season four Game of Thrones. Like, not, not the best Game of Thrones, but not the worst Game of Thrones by far. And, uh, you know, just, like, brings you right back into it. And dragons. Oh, my goodness, the dragons. All of the dragons. Yeah, I need to see that. I have every intention of watching that, actually, this week. Um, best actor was uh, Kevin Costner for Yellowstone, which is another show I want to check out. <laughs> it's good Kevin Costner finally went to television, though. Because Kevin Costner's movies are like eight hours long, so it would make sense that he would transition to TV. I mean, like, I'm just, has Kevin Costner ever won Best Actor in anything before? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a reason for that. My boat. <laughs> Kevin Costner, Waterworld. <laughs> you, maybe you should let him die, Clark. <laughs> Kevin Costner, Man of Steel. <laughs> oh my god! Hey, Dad, you want to have a cat? Okay, that one actually is good. Yeah, no, he was he was good. I like um, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but I, I just, I've never pegged Kevin Costner as like a good actor. Like I mean, like he doesn't really detract from anything, but it's sort of like the the the, the Kristen Stewart argument. You know, it's just like he's kind of like the same all the time. Has he has he ever played like just a seriously like demented character? Like has he ever just gone full throttle? Like I'm gonna go Robert Mitchum in the night in Night of the Hunter. Like I'm <laughs> just gonna 
creep you out? Like, has he ever done something like that? No. Mr. Yeah. Mr. Burks, right? I haven't seen it, but oh, Isn't Mr. Burks, a creepy character. I don't know. I haven't seen it either. Must have I, I like. Terrible. I've never seen like Kevin Costner have like like a chew the scenery kind of like Nicholas crazy. Cage yeah, yeah, yeah. Like do a Nicholas Cage. Like the bees. There's never been. There's never been. That. <laughs> All right. So uh, next up, we have. Uh, best limited series uh, was White Lotus, which is an amazing show. If you, anybody hasn't checked it out yet, you really, really should. Yeah, I keep on hearing about the show, and I've lived. I, I watched the first episodes. I really liked it. I want to finish it. I really, it has been a lot of fun. Well, did it win for the first season or second season? I can't. Yes, second season. Second season. Yeah, I've heard the second season is like miles better than the first, and the first one's a, the first season is good. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that says a lot. If it's miles better than season one, it's that's testament uh jennifer coolidge oh wait, hold on i get back to my list i don't want to go out of order um evan peters won for Dahmer, which i kind of saw coming um i've seen the first episode so far i liked it i just haven't gone back yet i got so many things happening Man, I, I am not an evan it peters. was dark i mean it, it's i almost regret watching it like i i mean it's good he was very good in it but like it was well, yeah, it was too, too, good. Me, I think. too yeah. good. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> like he's probably killed some people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sorry. He's probably unalive some people. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah. Like, because yeah, Evan Peters like came on to like my radar with American Horror Story, and uh, he's always just been like a creepy dude. To me, and you know, like I, I'm sure he's a lovely person in, in real life. Like I don't want to, but I, just, mm-hmm. you know, like he's always playing these creepy dudes. And then, like, yeah, okay, of course, who do they get to play Jeffrey Dahmer? Uh, uh, Evan Peters, because he's a creepy dude. Like, that's, that's, <laughs> that's I don't know. I don't ever want to meet that dude person. <laughs> uh, and then uh, this one is totally makes sense and worth it. Amanda Seyfried won for the dropout. Um, it, I watch a lot of TV. She had the best performance of the year, hands down. So I'm really glad it went to her. Um, I know Max doesn't like to watch the news as a television series, but her portrayal of Elizabeth Holmes was just, oh my God. I went back afterwards and I watched the actual documentary of Elizabeth Holmes. And I'm like, I've already seen this because Amanda Seyfried was Elizabeth Holmes. Like, I don't need to watch the documentary because she channeled her. Like, her, uh, the way she changed her voice to sound like yeah. is amazing. I will say, though, nothing beats the original's, like, bug-eyed expression. Yes. <laughs> like, nothing beats that. Like, it's going to be amazing. We're going to change the world with this product. Oh, my God. Such a good show. Um, yeah, no, that was good. It's probably one of my favorite series of the year. Um, uh, Jennifer Coolidge won for White Lotus. Uh, she was Finch's mom or, or <laughs> Stifler's mom in American Pie. Finch's mom, gross. among many other things, but yeah, <laughs> everyone's gonna know her as Stifler's mom. Yeah, um, let's see. I like we her in Christopher them. Guest movies, yes, those, yeah, all, all the mockumentary ones. She's just a force in, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I think, um Best in Show is my favorite one of those. I need to see that. That's also got you've Eugene never Levy. seen Best in Show. No, that's also got oh. Eugene Levy in it, correct? Oh yeah, yeah. It's well, a whole crew of awesome comedians. Yeah, it is like any one of the Christopher Guest movies is is worth watching. But like my my favorite was Best in Show. Uh, but she like, are busy, B. <laughs> 
Waiting for Guffman, is that what Waiting it is? for Guffman's good. Yeah, um, yeah. So there, there's a bunch of them. You need to watch them all. I personally like A Mighty Wind just because of all the songs. Like A Mighty songs. Wind was really, really good too. Like, uh, and and it, yeah, it's weird how it uh, it gets you into like bluegrass music, like um, Oh Brother Where Art Thou did. You know, like it's <laughs> it's you know, like they're all they're all great. Like they're all solid comedy, and you should just watch it. And Jennifer Coolidge is amazing and all. And awesome. <laughs> wow, like I Christopher Guest is apparently a black spot because I have not seen any of his films. So I'm oh, gonna dude. have you yeah, seen dude. Spinal Tap? No. Oh, oh god. Spinal Tap Spinal is like the originator. Uh like Spinal Tap is is like the the, the progenitus. Yeah. <laughs> Christopher Guest was on that set and was like, I'm gonna do this, but like for every movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, you know, it's it's awesome though, Jason, because you get to experience all of these for the first time. Like, I, I, I we will watch some of these together just because they're they're great movies, and yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Sounds fun, man. Uh, best supporting actor went to Paul Hauser for Blackbird. Um, best director was Steven Spielberg for The Fablemans. Best screenplay was Martin McDonough. God, I'm gonna butcher some of these names. Thank you. Banshees, yeah. yeah, for Banshees of... And then um, Best Motion Picture Non-English went to Argentina, which I might check that out. Was that was that the documentary? Uh, I don't know for sure. Okay. Uh, Best Actress was Kate Blanchett and Tar. Uh, Best Supporting Actress, Julia Garner for Ozark. Totally deserved. She is an amazing actress. She was in two really good shows this year, or two really good performances this year. Uh, Zendaya for Euphoria. That's a hard show to watch as a grown-up, I gotta say, but <laughs> like that's a good, really good show. Uh, best actor went to Austin Butler and Elvis. Guillermo del Toro won best animated film with Pinocchio. Michelle Yao won for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Colin Farrell, The Banshees of Inishinen. No, uh, <laughs> thank you. Mike, Mike help him out. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I just say banshees because yeah, just because I'm going to mess it up. <laughs> and then Ed Sheeran in Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran yeah. I've I'm already talked Sheeran song. Don't even like just do like... <laughs> banshees of what's a good Ed Sheeran song? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of one right now. Just... No offense, Ed Sheeran. Like he does have good songs. I just can't think of one. <laughs> And then um, we talked about the Avid Elementary actors and actresses. Uh, the final one is Angela Bassett for Black Panther. And I remember when we left the theater, I turned to Max. I said, she's going to win all the awards. Like, just give them to her now because that performance was amazing. I freaking loved Angela Bassett in um, Black Panther. Uh, yeah, she was great. She did really you know, like the, the first the first Black Panther movie. She, like, she was good. They didn't really give her a whole lot, and you know, like it was more just like, "Hey, we've got Angela Bassett." You know, like, "Hey, Auntie." Right, right. You know, and, <laughs> but like this one, she just killed it. And when you know, like they're, they're showing her, you know, like like T'Challa just died. Spoilers, sorry. Um, but like she's got to go to this UN meeting, and you know, like she's grieving. You can see that, and then like she gives this performance that is just the strongest, and like even the look of her is aggressive, and you know, like that's not where she's at in her heart. 
but she's got to put on this. She's got to go do this job. And, and and all of that comes through in her performance. And it is just, that was one of the most like breathtaking scenes in a Marvel movie that I've ever like watched. I, I, yes, as absolutely is the best. She deserves everything. She's great. I like, that's why they got her. That's why they got her. Like they finally showed us, why they hired Angel Bass. <laughs> uh, absolutely, man. And uh, Marvel, absolutely. But in film in general, one of the best uh, breathtaking scenes I have ever seen as well. But um, yeah, totally deserved. Those are the winners. I was really happy to see that everybody that I thought should have won, won. Uh, and that I've seen like everything that they was nominated except for a few <laughs> things. That made me that made me feel special, I guess. Or, <laughs> my life had meaning. <laughs> I want all this media for something. Validation. All right, well, let's spend the next like 15-ish minutes talking about some of our favorite things of last year. And I was t- Mike and I were talking before the show about how like we can't remember exactly what we've seen this year. And I can't remember like like, there's movies that came out early part of this year that I thought came out last year, like Scream and Jackass 4. Jackass 4 is still one of the most fun experiences I've had going to the theater just because of the laughter with everybody after COVID and everything. But, um, you know, I'm of course, I'm a sucker for Scream. Scream is one of those movies that I saw it the first time. And I was kind of Star Wars-y on it. Like, everybody walking out of The Last Jedi. I was like, eh, it's okay. And they tried some new things. I got to process it. And then I, the more times I've seen it since, I've really, really dug it. Um, so. I think that's the first time I've ever heard someone say, I, I need some time to process Jackass. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not Jackass. Not Jackass. Scream. Oh, Scream. scream. I'm sorry. I, I don't know. I, I, thought, I, I had heard Scream in there for some reason, but I, I thought you were still talking about oh, Jackass. Yeah, I had, to, I had to really think about the, the penis ping pong table that they did and uh i had to process it because i didn't know how i felt about people smashing their penises as a a ping pong racket but i i think we all know how we feel about that (laughs) (laughs) highly uncomfortable when when is when is the screams scream six is coming out this year it's coming out in march and apparently they 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 made five to appease uh, Wes Craven fans, and it was like a tribute to Wes Craven. So they stuck closer to the formula, and then this one's going to blow the formula up. And um, according to the people that have seen it, it has. So I'm looking forward to something different in that universe, other than being in New York. Maybe this this slasher will actually take place in New York and not on the boat. Uh-huh. It's, it's all going to be in one room. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a house party. House party. That's cool. Uncharted came out in 2022. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying, man. 2022 was one of the longest years. It felt like five years rolled into one, yeah. especially like the last four months. Oh man, that movie was. I, mean, I still thought last year was 2019. So it's, uh... it's because of Morbius. Let's <laughs> just blame Morbin time. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because that should have been out like five years ago, and it just Morbius seemed no. Morbius should have been out twenty years ago. I mean, if Morbius came out in two thousand or two thousand and two, it would have been the greatest superhero film of all time. I don't know, man, because I, I I couldn't even watch it. I watched fifteen minutes of it, and I'm like, yeah, but like there's think better about, stuff on. Think about <laughs> the you that went to see the first Spider-Man movie. That guy would love Morbius. That's that true. guy for me was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and he would have loved Morbius. He did not know what was going on. 
Oh my goodness! Yeah, I'm, I'm just like looking through the just the movies that came out this year. Um, it's weird because I didn't realize. I thought for some reason this was a 2021 movie, but X. I went and saw. Oh yeah, this is fun. Liked it, and then I didn't even realize like the prequel Pearl had come out in the same. Like I still need to see Pearl. Yeah, there's three. There's one more coming out this year. Yeah, there, there's going to be one about the actual final girl from the first movie. I mean, yeah. she's playing all the characters. So, yeah, I've I heard. Like that. Um, X and Pearl are considered the two best uh, horror films of the year. So I can't wait hmm. to check them out. I haven't seen them yet. No, Pearl's streaming, like, right? There was some good horror this year. I kind of like that. It they were just like we're just going to hang out here and make. Mo- three movies for the make year. a universe, make a universe in like a year. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I really like yeah. Reacher. He has like that type of TV show. I I was expecting to like it. I not really really read many of the books, but like the dude from uh, was it Blue Mountain State, the the crazy linebacker dude is yeah. Reacher in this. Yeah, Tad. Thank you. I can't wait oh, to see. He that. was so good in Reacher. I totally. I love Blue like, Mountain State. I will though. support him in anything because of how much I liked him in Blue Mountain State. He me up. I will say, I, I, I've seen, a, I've seen clips of Reacher, and it, I'm not, I'm not, I like the Tom Cruise movie for what it was, but mm-hmm. uh, I gotta say, he actually fits the description. Yeah, of he Reacher fits the role. Yeah, he fits the build of what Reacher would be. A gigantic ex marine. Yeah. And yeah, from the Mountain <laughs> State, I like how far he's come as an actor, honestly. He was <laughs> he was the only thing I really liked about the Michael Bay Ninja Turtles movies because he was Raphael. <laughs> Fair enough, yeah. Okay, okay. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Credit, credit to those crap films. <laughs> he was Smallville's Aquaman. Oh, God. Oh, that's who that is? Yeah. Wow. He's come a long way. A long some... way. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So I'm, I'm into February right now. And... I mean, obviously the Batman. We all liked the Batman. Yes, the Batman was a solid Batman flick. Um, I'm interested to see if they, uh, you know, if they get to make more of those. They are. They're making a second one. It's Did any of you guys watch RRR? No, no, I want to. I I, I have a, f- a bunch of friends uh, at work that told me about it that I needed to check it out. But I there you go. Know. You got to get on RRR. I'll I'll get on Abbott Elementary if you guys get on RRR. Yeah. <laughs> what? If you, have you guys watched The Northman? I really liked it. The I, Northman I was awesome. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like it as much as Lighthouse or uh, The Witch, but Fair in enough. terms of like, it's still a good quality from what's his name, Robert Eggers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I loved. Um... Willem Dafoe in, in the North. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the head of Willem Dafoe is great. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you guys ever play? Um, oh. Why am I spacing on it? Uh, the the PS4 game, whatever, the Ragnarok, the prior to that. I know you said the next one. Yeah, like he, he has a, a head attached to his like his head yeah. and talks to him throughout the game. So that reminded me of that. It is amazing because I, I was watching Tony play and the head actually you can see the mouth moving as the game is going. So as you're fighting, the mouth on the head is actually moving. It was pretty impressive to me. <laughs> uh, what about Prey? Prey? I really like Prey. That was the the new uh, alien, like, movie. Yeah. alien Predator oh, movie. Oh, that was good. I like yeah. Prey. Yeah, Prey I cool. like that a lot. My one quibble with it is that they have, you know, they have the regular version, then they have the Comanche dub. Yeah. I would have loved it though if they had just. I know it would have been a lot of work, but they if they had just filmed in Comanche. 
Yeah, that would have been cool. I like that a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, that would have been next level. I that, was, I, that, that would have been a lot of work for sure. <laughs> that, but that would have been next level. Uh, um, one of my talk- favorite things about Wakanda Forever, right, is them doing the Mayan stuff, them, them talking in in Mayan. Yeah. We talked um, a little bit about the menu last week, Mike. You finally watched it. What did you think? I really liked it. Um, I yeah, I didn't anything I had expecting going into the movie. I I definitely it was subverted but in a good way in that sense i i liked it a lot more than a lot of the other films that sort of subverted things like glass onion i thought was okay but it's not a really engaging kind of thriller crime thing for me uh but no the menu i was not expecting that and that was that was a trip and i i definitely liked all the performances and the character work that was being done it's definitely a character driven film that i really enjoyed it's not a horror film film folks i've seen a lot of people on facebook um, it, it, they... it is but it's not like gross it know. doesn't take itself seriously well, enough uh, there's a demon behind the fryer or something yeah. like that the, <laughs> yeah like a lot that. of people on facebook were mad because it wasn't really scary it was more comical they said and it's because it's yeah, it's classified it's as satire so oh, go yeah. into it knowing it's satire because it's it's great it's a great uh, satire of like a Gordon Ramsay. And I did get five guys afterwards because I was like, I need a cheeseburger. <laughs> uh, Top Gun 2, Top is Yes. Yeah. That's still in theaters. You have to try to get it to Avatar. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, no, I, I was so pleasantly surprised with this <laughs> the sequel. Um, you know, it's not uh, – it's not – uh, you know, like it's not gonna blow your, it's gonna tug at your heartstrings or you know, like blow your mind in any way. But like, I, I was wondering how they're gonna do Top Gun Two. I'm like, like, it, it, is it gonna be any good? And yeah, it's just better. Like, it's it, it's it's everything Top Gun. They just distilled it down. They've got better jets. They've got <laughs> they're, they're still out there. They've got the plane with the voice scene. It's it's uh they've got they've got everything from Top Gun. Um, except for maybe like nobody really feels the need for speed in this one, but um, and no Kelly McGillis, but yeah, yeah, you know, but uh, but they make up for it with uh, with an admiral's daughter, so yeah, that was mentioned in the first Top Gun. Top Gun is one of the movies for me that it was one of my best theater experiences. Top Gun is one of those movies that's made for the theater going experience, and I was so glad I got to see that in theaters. I obviously dentist. I really, I really dug Crimes of the Future. I know I haven't I seen it yet. It's it's really good. It's Cronenberg, I mean, right? Yeah, Cronenberg. So nope. I know you're into the Cronenberg right now, Jason. I know Max is especially into the Cronenberg. So Max should definitely see it. <laughs> Almost no. like he should be forced to see it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, terrible! I did finally watch Elvis. I liked Elvis. Did you? I liked it a lot. I know. It's not probably the most factual experience. And I, I have my issues about music biopics overall. But it, with this one, it's just like, you know what? This is just a ride and a half. So I'll ride it out. At least it's it's a fun, you know, non-factual thing. It's not like, I don't know, Blonde, which wasn't. Which was Wade Elvis did a really good job. Everything else aside, he he did really, really oh, good. Yeah. Did anyone else watch Weird? Speaking of totally factual biopic movies, uh, the Weird Al Yankovic uh, by with uh, Daniel Radcliffe playing Weird Al. No, I was I'm not awesome, to, but I haven't yet. It <laughs> is amazing. I love that movie. I, I'm a huge Weird Al fan, but this is this is 100 Weird Al. Like, I, I I had so much fun. I was expecting this to be lame as hell. Um, you know, it's it's. 
like they were kind of like blasting it on our on our Roku TV, like, hey, you can watch this for free, and then like it does uh, like on Tubi or something. You have to watch it like with commercials, but it's fine. Like it, it, it is hilarious. Uh, it just <laughs> 100% true, 100% factual. So make sure that you like you understand that like this is the truth. <laughs> yeah, Taylor Radcliffe does a great job. I want to see it, man. I want to see it really bad. I keep forgetting about it because I never go to the Roku app for any reason, like at all. So, well, I, yeah, I, I, like if, if it didn't show up like on my TV when I first turned it on, like I would have never even known it existed. But it's like, <laughs> hey, do you want to watch Weird Al? Like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I, I, I do. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> great movie and also a decent response to me you want to watch weird out <laughs> i was like i don't know how to segue this nope <laughs> nope you was so it. good i was you know like, i don't do a lot of horror so i was uh hesitant to watch this one but like you know we, we've talked about this before we, we really love um director's name jordan peele there we go uh, <laughs> Really love Jordan Peele, and uh, his movies have been pretty solid so far. And Nope was an excellent addition to the uh, to the old library there. Um, just, uh, yeah, crazy, crazy movie. The the uh, the chimpanzee scene. Oh yeah! Oh my god! <sighs> Blood dripping. I um I speaking of horror um. Nope. Oh, not nope. But the the black phone and smile were two of yeah. the best horror films I've seen in a while. Let alone like they came out in the same year with all this other great horror. I don't want to talk about smile. <laughs> Is it still haunting you? <laughs> I, told, I, just, I just don't want to bring that back into my life. <laughs> I told Max. I said as much fun as it would be to hear about your experience watching Nope. I um I don't recommend it like at all. Don't go see it. I know you like. Of all the horror films I've tried to get you to go see, I wouldn't even get you to go see this movie because it it messed with me. Like it, I did this. Like it messed with me. And then uh, Black Phone was just a really well written, well acted film. Ethan Hawke is great in a horror movie. Yeah, yeah I was thinking about that. I'm, I'm curious to see it just for him. I like Barbarian. Barbarian. Yeah, was Barbarian good. was good too. Yeah. yeah. That that definitely was a hard right turn into like a what? I heard about this. Yeah. Justin somebody. Long again, the guy. Yeah, like, what did Justin Long? Yeah. <laughs> Just looking at Justin Long fucks me up. <laughs> I wonder if he was the jerk because I always picture him as like a sweet dude and like he, you yeah. know what I mean? Like he was. Yeah, he leaned into jerk. jerkhood. <laughs> but that was funny too because then you have uh, what's his name, uh, Bill Skarsgård at the beginning of it, who you expect to be the creep yeah. because that's what he's played for like five years now. Creep. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, okay, nope. Yeah. Nope. yeah, I fully expected her to be trapped in the basement because of him. But then, nope. yeah. Um, uh, we mentioned this at the during Golden Globe stock, but I really, really like uh, GDT's Pinocchio, Guillermo del Toro's. Pinocchio. I want to watch it. I bet it's really I, good. I, it's, I have it's, not watched it. Uh, it. It's it's beautiful. Like it's it's a some of the most beautiful animation, stop motion animation I've seen in a long time, and I really love the interpretation of it i mean it's del toro so he's gonna work fascism into there somehow and be like here's why we shouldn't have that uh and it works but it works because it's like it feeds into the pinocchio story really well i love the creative liberties he took with 
the designs and the world building and yeah. Uh, I watched the wrong Pinocchio. I watched the live action uh, Tom Hanks Pinocchio. Pinocchio, and Pinocchio yeah. I'm not really oh, sure about. Oh, you mean Tom Hanks on a green screen with stuff? Yeah. Um, doing, that's what you mean. Doing, doing an Italian accent. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's worth a watch just. To you know, like not as a good movie, but uh, as, as maybe like as a sign of things like not to do or or it's just <laughs> what you're doing. Yeah. Apparently, apparently there were three Pinocchio movies this year, and there was because there was another one starring Pauly Shore. What? Was there who a Pinocchio? Whoa! Wait, who played? What is these? that? I want to yeah. watch that one. No, you don't. It's like a Russian bootleg thing that Pauly Shore was like, "Yeah, give me fifty bucks, I'll voice something." <laughs> Buddy. Pretty much. Oh my god! This is real. Well, now, now, I miss this. Now I peak Jason's curiosity. Yeah, we're, we, he'll watch that tomorrow. If Jason watches it, that'll be like that'll be what they need to get over the the humps. Like, okay, we made money. We, we, we did it. Did Twenty Two expose Tom Hanks's inability to do like um, any type of like voice acting. You know what I mean? Like, he's not he, he's good for Tom Hanks, but he's not good for like. Italian accent wasn't good. His southern accent sucked in Elvis. Like his, right? his I didn't mind his southern accent being terrible no? in Elvis because okay. the colonel's a monster. So I don't mind him becoming Fair a enough. Batman villain. <laughs> um yeah, I mean we knew his, his southern accent was terrible from Forrest Gump. Uh, Fair. <laughs> uh yeah, can't do Italian, can't do no Tom Hanks, you know, it's like um Sean Connery in, in, in the hunt for red October. You know, like, <laughs> <He's a Russian laughs> or the Highlander where he's supposed to be Spanish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like no just he just just make him from where he's from because I'm that's the only explanation for how he speaks. Ole, I'm Ramirez. I was stationed in Scotland for my whole life. Hunt for Red October, it makes sense because the whole thing about that is there's a there's a turnover point where they go into just English because it's you know it's a stylistic choice because you yeah. don't want to have them speaking Russian the whole time because they'll butcher that. So it's like okay, let's just have them talking their regular voices now and just say like we're just hearing the translation suggested in the movie. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it is an interesting crew of people because, like, yeah, they, have, they have like British people, they got obviously Scottish people, actual Russian people. Like, <laughs> honestly, that's what I, that's what I like about the Del Toro's Pinocchio is they don't. Bo- it's in Italy, but they don't bother making everyone go like, "Oh, a Pinocchio!" Like, they don't do that. Like, <laughs> they just speak with their regular voices, and it's all the more charming for that. Yeah, the, yeah, that's the problem with the Tom Hanks one is that like some people are doing their best. Oh, I, I'm Italian. Oh, man. Italiano, but then, like, there's Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, as we transition into the game and comic book portion of the show, I do want to let everybody know that Remake Revolution is coming back next week. We are teaming up with some nobodies and um, Jack Wallace from um, Scribble, the Scribble uh, magazine here in Columbus. Two of our best contestants ever. They are going to pitch their remake horror version of their favorite childhood show or movie we didn't give them a specific movie we're letting them pick that and jack texted me last night and said i've got everything written out so we're probably gonna get another showgirl style script out of jack and <laughs> i am excited Before we go over, see... speaking of the horror remake thing did any of you actually watch that winnie the pooh blood and honey thing 
Is not? that out? Because I'm going to watch today if it's out. Is it's it out? Yeah. It's, it's out in March. Out. Oh, it's out in March. Okay, yeah. I thought it came out last year for some oh, no. reason. It's like, I will go to the theater. I will drive. Yeah, that, that looks bad, but I'm gonna The see day it. it comes out, we're going to see it in the theater. 1,000%. I can't wait. Did anyone see The Woman King? I wanted to see that. No, I want to see it, but I haven't had a chance to. I was curious to see that, too, yeah. Anytime I, I, she's I in initially, I want to see it. It looks cool. I mean, I'm I'm all for like war stuff, so I'm cool to watch ladies beat up people. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you don't need war for that. You can That's true. There's sites you Justin, with safe search. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! You can watch women beat up people for a monthly subscription. <laughs> oh wow! Goodness. Uh, goodness. So. I oh, uh, shout out to Hocus Pocus 2, uh, the most disappointing remake. Of... You know <laughs> what's remake. funny? The most disappointing sequel of Lab Yeah, Jacob loved it. I did. I loved it. I hate the first one. I love the second one. Go figure. Oh, God. <laughs> when she is on the, uh, the like, electronic um, vacuum, I, I love that sequence. The, the Roombas? I, 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 dude. Maybe it's because, because you Dude. know, I hate the first one. Maybe it's because of my hatred for the first one that I found enjoyment in the second one. Yeah, yeah. Because, it wasn't like, as bad. Uh, no, like, like the first one was just a movie made in its time. You know, like it doesn't hold up well, but you know, like it was fine for like when it came out and and what they were trying to do. You know, as a kids horror movie. Yeah, it was. It was a weird nexus of horror, bad comedy, and for some reason, really horny. Like it was like a merging of those three concepts into yeah. this art package, uh, right? Yeah, but I, like, I, I if you're there in the time, then you, you, you dig it, like, sure, whatever. You're like, I, I'm fine with the first Hocus Pocus, but this sequel was, was like, yeah, it was not, wasn't it? I'm sorry, like, it just was not it. Um, uh, so one of my favorite, um, Walking Dead storylines is from the video games, the Telltale games. Absolutely love it. I absolutely adore the character of Clementine. I think she has the best journey out of any Walking Dead stuff I've seen so far and most consistent story-wise journey. So, of course, when they announced the Clementine book, I was going to grab it and check it out because, again, best thing, Walking Dead. And I, I bought it the day it came out. It's been sitting on my shelf for, like, months. But I finally am reading more. So I picked it up. I'm only halfway through. But it's it's just as good as I can. It's not... I shouldn't say it's not just as good. It's slightly a down spot, but it's not too far down. Like if the 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 game series is up way up here, I'd say the book is like right here. So it's close. But um, I'm I'm digging it so far. Absolutely loving it, and um, I recommend it if you if you liked Clementine from the Telltale games, which we might get more of her in those games in the future because I know they're making some more. So uh, we'll see. But so far the book is great. It's more the same. They they didn't like lose any of the character within that new iteration and the writer's great awesome um, yeah no, uh my my wife really really liked the telltale games i kind of like would she'd be playing and I, I would like just sit down and, and watch her play every now and again and um yeah i mean like, it was it was decent walking dead as far as i was concerned but like i'm just burnt out on the walking dead i uh so like i didn't really get hardcore into it but uh no she really liked that character so like, that, you that's can't cool. you can't protect him rick you can't protect Rick. <laughs> I am I am going to finish The Walking Dead only because I love Jeffrey Dean Morgan and I want to watch his spinoff. 
And I've heard the show got better once Rick left. Like I stopped yeah. watching the second it supposedly got better. So, yeah, but it's still the same know. story. It's still the exact same story. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I kind of lost interest after the first season, honestly, because I'm like, this is what's going to be for however long it goes on. It's just going to be. Let's it's what just I appreciate people doing three or four season shows and just being like, we have told That's our it. story. Yeah, we have told like God, or even just one season. Whatever, like, hey, yeah. Whatever it takes to do your story, but don't like milk it. Don't like drag it out. Don't DBZ well, it. I mean, oh, the, yeah. problem, the problem is us, too, because people yeah. just keep coming back where it's like, yeah, there's something to this. Let's milk it. <laughs> Sometimes. I have nipples, Fokker. You want to <laughs> <laughs> Get <a> milk me? <laughs> Sometimes the, um, the creators don't have a choice. Sometimes the network will say, okay, you want to end the day in three years? Give us four. Give us five, and you can end it in five. Like, they... Mm-hmm. There is negotiation sets. So that's more in network stuff. Sure. But. Yeah. No, right. there's, there's a whole bunch to it. But I, I do appreciate a very concrete. Like story. Arrested yeah. Development. As much as we begged for more, we shouldn't have gotten more. Like I, I didn't hate the more that we got. It's just it's not the same. Like the first three seasons of Arrested Development are a, a perfect story. Like you can watch season three and pick up stuff from season one that you didn't. It's it's just yeah. But um, Justin, did you read anything on Comicsology this week? I did. I read Moon Knight issue one just because I was curious. I watched the TV show and I didn't know much about Moon Knight. Uh, the first issue is mainly just learning about like him, right? This is the opening into like his character in the Midnight Mission where he's trying to protect the people of the night, right? In terms of, oh, lost. Bye, Mike. Bye, Mike. <laughs> Mike's like, they're talking about, about comics. Mike's like, fuck Moon Knight. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm ah. sorry. Yeah. That's two. It's one for me and one for Max, guys. Uh, we'll put the money in the jar. We'll save it for the next scene snobs. Uh, ah. And it'll be fine. I can't help myself. Um, yeah, it was just, it just kind of like learning about different things that goes on in the Moon Knight universe and a little bit more about the God he serves and things like that. But I don't know. It was fun to learn about the comic version of Moon Knight because I've seen the television version. I like that a lot. That's also a call out probably for last year's television. I like Moon Knight. Nice. Um, I'm. It's not on Comicsology, but I am reading a manga now called Sakamoto Days, and I am loving it. I might have talked about it for a little bit on the podcast, but it's basically like, what if John Wick, instead of his wife being, uh, his wife dying of cancer and his dog being brutally murdered, what if he would have been happily married and opened up a grocery store instead and got fat. I love that. <laughs> it's love that it's so much fun. I'm really hoping they turn it into an anime series because um, this will be the second manga that I've watched or that I've read that if they turn it into an anime series and I get to experience both of those things. Um, and the first being uh, Chainsaw Man, which I'm enjoying. But uh, yeah, no, it's, if you like manga, uh, check out Second Motor Days. It's a real fun read. That's awesome. Nice. I, I, I'm digging that the two weeks we haven't mentioned, like, I mean, Moon Knight a little bit, but not really. Like, we haven't mentioned any of, like, the mainstream comics. We're all, like, on different universes. Well, but... I, uh, this manga is, like, shonen, so it, it is, like, the most mainstream you can get. Uh, but uh, as, far as, as far as that niche is concerned. Uh, but, uh... All right, Max, tell me about Dominaria Remastered. Uh, Dominaria Remastered, the new set that just dropped from Magic, um, is a fun, it's sort of like a master set. It's a, it's a reprint set. It's, it's not like a full, it's, you know, none of these cards are going into standard or anything like that. Um, it's, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of good cards to be, to be picked up from the set. Um, it's looking 
Like it's, I think the most fun experience you're going to have with this is drafting. Um, there's just like a lot of good cards. If you've been playing magic for a while, this is for you. Um, it, 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 yeah. Like, you know, so it's just like a lot of the cards from any, like any of the sets that had Dominaria that, that happened on Dominaria, like Dominaria is where magic started. It was their original, um, plane that they, that they started on. So, uh, yeah, so, you know, like it's it's got a like you can get a Shivan Dragon in there, and I think it's hilarious because like they've printed the card Shivan Dragon so many times, like they handed it out in like welcome packs, like free giveaway welcome decks that you can get. So like I think it's funny that people are like, oh man, I hope I draft this Shivan Dragon. I was like, <laughs> yeah, there's only yeah, four of them somewhere like just stashed away. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure I have like 17 of them, and I yeah. never intentionally take home a Shivan Dragon. Like it's, it's <laughs> I'm, I'm sure if you don't even play Magic, you've got a Shivan Dragon. There's one in your yeah, one in your sock drawer. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so it's it's a it's a cool little uh, little little set, and um, you know it's it, I think this is the second uh, plane that they've like remastered. Uh, they did Time Spiral before this one, um, and it kind of fits in with the Masters sets. So you know it's just like a bunch a bunch of the good cards and uh, you know pulled together. But you know it's 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 cool. There's a lot of cool art. They've uh, they're doing a lot of cool uh, retro border stuff. So stuff that didn't get a foil before, you get an old looking card like with foil. So that's kind of cool. It's 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 fun. Nice. Uh, it's funny because I was watching your video on VGMX, the Nerd Emporium, and um, I'm watching you open the packs for Dominaria, and I'm like, um, these cards look familiar. And this is me. Like I'm not like the super big magic <laughs> player. And I'm like, yeah. that's a reprint. I've seen. <laughs> I played with that card. Yeah, for sure. No, you should be experiencing this. This is normal. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, it's it's it, it's just a yeah, it's it's a short set and then you know like limited print run. So you know, again, I mean, I'd say like the most fun you're gonna have with it is drafting. Um, there are some chase cards in there. You can get like a force of will. If you get like the borderless foil force of will, it's like hundreds of dollars. But you know, like mostly, I think this is you know like yeah, just about the nostalgia and and about like good cards being put together. <laughs> so yeah, I would say go out and draft. Go to VGMX and draft. We're having events all weekend and Monday and next Friday, so you can <laughs> uh, shameless plug there. Uh, and we got Mike on his phone. I'm gonna move Mike. <laughs> Mike's in a Beastie Sorry Boys video. <laughs> my uh, my uh, what you call it? My laptop decided to hiccup on me. Okay. Hi. Technology fails gathering and quit. All right, Justin. Before we wrap up, what is going on with D and D? Well, uh, hopefully other folks can chime in here, but the main thing I've gathered is D&D is changing, or I guess Hasbro and or Wizards of the Coast are changing kind of the, the agreement with kind of the online community in terms of if you're producing D&D content, they want a piece of that pie. I think that's the main gist of what is bothering people, right? I think if you make over X amount of dollars, you have to pay money to, back towards Wizards of the Coast. 20%. And that's what? 20%, I believe. 20%. Yeah, 20, yeah, it's 20% back to Wizards of the Coast. Which Who do they, who do they think they are? The American government? Like, what that's they right. Think? We're taxing you for having our thing that you help build, right? Because, like, who was talking about D&D before Critical Role? Like, I, I still played it, but it was very, it was much smaller, right? It wasn't like we're not box mocking it up, but it's just like, I don't know. It just seems cheap, and I feel like they're doing the same thing to Magic. So it's like, Hasbro's taking a lot of L's right now for the community. I don't know if it'll punish them, but 
That's, I'm carrying they're going after like board games too, like um, Othilu, the board game that Dan kept trying to get us to play. Yeah. They, they're going after them because it's D&D inspired for part of that pie. And that's, that's crazy to me. Like I, if you really sat me down and tried to convince me, you could convince me like, okay, you guys are using our product to make money. I can kind of understand that a little bit, but uh, the fact that um, they're going after these other games, like that's crazy to me. Yeah. I mean, to me, stuff like this is like rising tide raises all ships, right? I mean, like you're just helping your community. Like what if they found D&D through these other games? That's a very plausible but, but, thing. Like, also, no, like D&D is not cheap. Okay. Yeah. Those books are expensive. Yeah. All those miniatures are expensive. We already paid you. Like yeah. this is mine now. Like I, I get to do with it what I want. That's mm. the whole freaking point. Yeah. Like go F yourself. Like this is not, uh, I don't understand, like, because now you're you're making money off my sweat and toil. Like, I already paid you for this thing. Like, uh, you don't you don't want you want more money? Charge more because yeah. the people are still gonna buy it. So, like, yeah, nah, f them, yeah. dude. I can't stand these people. Like, Hasbro is just actively like they're doing what they do. They, they, it's all it's always been about the cash grab. They only made cartoons to make toys to make money. So, like, yeah. it's it's. It, you know, it's it's what they do. I'm not surprised that they're doing it, but uh, yeah, it sucks, and they suck. Like, it, it... see, with the magic thing, you know, you don't have to play with those cards. They want to produce those cards. Like Max said, he's into the cards. I'm kind of into those cards. It's fun, but you don't have to play with those. With this, you have to do this in order to keep doing what you're doing. And that's if you sucks were content, role, you play the game, right? But like, if you were if you're making making money off, if you're critical role, you have to pay this for whatever that that twenty percent is. Like, I mean. And if you're a, a user, that, that can be a that can be a kick in the pants. 100, percent 20, percent the government's already taking 40. Like you're not using <laughs> like, it. Yeah. Like what else do you want? No, it's just going to make it not worth it. It's going to make these things yeah. go away. You're going to kill a bunch of content creators for sure. Yeah, that's that's terrible. That's just mm -hmm. like hey, like you can't see you can't just see somebody else doing good. You know, you're like, oh, I gotta get me a piece of that. Like, like you're not already making millions and millions of dollars. I gotta, I gotta get into that. You know, like, give me a break, dude. Like yeah. that is just, I well, can't stand when, this capitalism. In ten years, I mean, will D and D be as popular because of this? You know what I mean? Like, if they if they stick to it and they they start killing content creators, are you gonna have people play less, or they're gonna buy less books? They're gonna follow less stuff. They're gonna do. You know what I mean? Like, D and D is always gonna be a thing, I think, but they might transition to a different game that's not a jerk. Like yeah, and 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 like this is this is the hey like if you're a game game creator, go ahead and make something D and D adjacent and tell people you will never charge them for making content, yeah. <laughs> and you'll always have that above these guys. <laughs> just terrible. terrible. Yeah, it, it, that's utterly absurd. It, it it's just uh, like and, and instead of like oh just. You know, like, okay, like, you see people out here doing good with Critical Role or whatever, like, have your own, like, like, yeah. or, 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 like, you know, fully sponsor the, like, get, get in on these guys, like, hey, like, we'll pay for your production value, you know, we want, and we're going to get some of the revenue back from it, or, you know, like, hire them to do a campaign for your, you know, like, the official D&D &D campaign, why not do that? But no, yeah. instead of that, you should have made it right. I want to. I want to cut in on your hard work. No, what you should do is you should send a sponsorship offer to Critical Role because they are pumping your product. Like seriously. Oh, oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like if you want to, like, have hire some voice actors and some I actors got mad again. To, to run a D and D campaign, the official 
D and D campaign. Like, like, yeah. like, it'll it'll get views. Like, I mean, if it's the only reason that Critical Role is so big is because it's good. Yeah, yeah. make something good. Do it Mike's yourself. Like, Mike's like, this is BS. I'm <laughs> off this podcast. <laughs> Screw this Hasbro crap. Now and then it's having fun. So. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here oh for the next 30 seconds that we're on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, go check out youtube.com forward slash Mike McGee. Let us know in the comments below how is this Hasbro thing affecting you, whether it's through the magic, uh, Godzilla, and Transformers cards, and hopefully Power Rangers cards down the line, or G.I. Joe. I want the G.I. Joe. Joe. Uh, and plus, hit that bell. You guys can get notified to listen to us. Thanks to Max and VGMX that I keep remembering to do that. So, yes. <laughs> Make sure we're really monetized. Comment so and subscribe. Hit that bell icon for notifications. Absolutely. And um, we've got some awesome interviews coming up this week with the two of the cast members from Three Pines and a lot of stuff down the pike. Like, things are changing and things are happening. So, uh, stay tuned. Um, I did not make an outro because I couldn't get my um, editor to work on my computer, but well, hopefully I mean, this week, Mike, Mike, I'm not coming to your house. Much so <laughs> 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 computer just doesn't work. It's a tech great. fumble day. Tech fumble <laughs> kind of day. All right, everybody. I'm going to Bob Evans. Have a great week. We'll see you guys next week. Down the farm. Cycle your droids. <laughs>